Previously on Roll Gay Role Play. There's a line of tall hedges on either side of you. To the right, it leads all the way to the ocean. To the left, it leads beyond where you can see. The guard greets you. Yo, what's up? What's up? Welcome to a shooter. What y'all doing, hey? Huh? Hey, you big, tall, and nasty. Hey. Uh, I do declare, sir, that we are on business. Have you seen Laney? Yo, Laney comes around all the time. Yeah, man, I saw him. He had a girl this time, though. Like, she has some weird purple eyes, too. It was cool. <laughs> dear, dear sir, where are they now? Oh, they were heading to Sinon. I bid you farewell. And I am leaving at this moment. Keep walking. Keep walking. I want to watch. I'm going to, like, straight up, like, zombie straight man walk. <laughs> 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 like straight leg, no hip. You see up ahead on the right side of the road, there is a lifeless body. Oh, shit. Do, 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 gay, gay music. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Roll Gay Role Play, where we put the LGBT in D&D. <gasps> oh, so, that was so cute. I loved it. Oh, okay, keep going. Uh, I'm your dungeon master, Chris. Who's with me? Jonathan, you're always next. Am I? You're okay. always next, Tisha. No, I'm say, always next? Oh, shit. Yes. It's me? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, wow. Way to go, Betty. Welcome to episode wow. 12. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I don't even remember what I say. I'm Tisha. You're Benny. Oh, and wait. I play okay. Benny. Hold on. All right. All right. Let me start that over. <laughs> Come on, drunk ass. <laughs> I'm Tisha. I play Benny. Hi, it's me, your resident... Uh, bottom and I am Jonathan and I play Eve. I thought bottoms always called themselves verses. What? No, those are liars. That's what they are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. I'm about to, uh -oh. I was about to blast some people, but <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark, it's your turn. I'm Mark and I play. Hogan. That was so cute. I thought bottoms are verses. My dad's favorite question to ask me, like when we've had a couple of drinks, my dad will go, am I a top or a bottom? First off, that's so cute because my dad has asked me that too. And I'm like, I don't know how to answer that, sis. Um, oh, your dad asked if he is a top or a bottom or he's asking if you are. Yeah, my dad asked what he is. No, what he is. My dad wants to know whether he would be a top or a bottom and he's a bottom. See, I always deflect, but in my head, I'm like, when my mom was alive, my dad always like, if my mom said jump, my dad was always like, how high? So, right, he, he's definitely my dad too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. My dad's um, a sub bottom, hundred <laughs> percent. He could be a puppy. Oh, I'm here for that. That's cute. I'm 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 here for for pups. Yeah, my dad is great at taking direction. Hey, dad. <laughs> Thanks for. <laughs> Okay, uh, 
Well, this kind of ties into our question this time, actually. How did, when did you, when did you know you were gay? Ladies first. Um, so I knew I was gay. Like I always had questioned it and I always, it was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm gay. Uh, but people would, people told me that I wasn't and I wanted to believe them. Uh, but when I convinced my grandparents to pay for showtime so I could watch the L word, um, that's when I knew I was gay. I am so here for that. So I'm pretty sure I lied to them about something. I don't know what I told them I wanted to watch, but I, the real answer was I wanted to watch the L word and it was on a subscription channel and I was like, hey, and I was living with them at the time. And I was like, hey, can uh, we keep this? <laughs> That's when I know I was gay. Does Tisha today still like the L word? I haven't thought about that in a long time. And I know there's a new one that's out, I think. Uh-huh, there sure is. I haven't watched it. Um, and I didn't watch the real L word. Uh, do I still? I have like positive sentiments towards that show because it made me feel that's what, that's what like made me realize, okay, so this is what I should be feeling, right? you know, with, cause I was with a guy at the time and this is what it would really feel like. And so, yeah, I think so. I, I don't like to tell people that I, I loved the L word because like my favorite character, everybody hates um, but it was just, it was my personal, it was my personal story and, and I love them all. I think that if I watched it now as who I am, I probably wouldn't like it nearly as much and I would think it's annoying, but you know, 19 year old me loved it. I'm here for it. Um, so Jonathan totally knew he was gay whenever he was seven years old and uh, the thongs, uh, was it seven? Was I seven at the time? I was in my wee gay days and the thong song by Cisco had just come out. <laughs> and like, we're all like me and my, like also the thong song is really inappropriate for a child, you know, but like, it's culture. So we are. It was a closer thing to porn. Like real talk, it was. Yeah. So. Um, but I remember like watching it and like dancing around my living room and like me and my sister were like, watch it. And I remember my sister specifically saying, oh my God, Cisco's so fine. Like I love him so much. And my dumb ass was like, oh my God, I'm not looking at these thonged women at all, but like Cisco could choke me. Like, you know, <laughs> so I remember that happening. And then I remember subsequently after that, like my sister and I played this game called Bust a Groove. And my favorite character was this superhero. It's a dancing game, like before DDR. So like my the 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 my favorite character was this superhero, and her name was Kitty N, and she had like the fiercest dance moves. But she was a woman in a full ass white cat suit with like a pink like center, yes. and she like yeah, and she like did like full ass like drill at, drill team moves like high kicks like flurries and flourishes and leaps and all that shit and i was like hey dominique this is my sister i was like hey what if we acted like buster groove in real life and so who did i end up being the entire time miss kitty in she was my idol i was a homo and her song, like, I know both the English version and the Japanese version for one and two. <laughs> like, for one and two, like, Kitty Ann, 
you help me be the homo that I am today. And that's my story. <laughs> oh, hey, Mark. When did you know you were gay? Um, it was last week. <laughs> yeah, totally. After three years of being married to a dude. Yeah. I had to, well, okay, so I left a note on my parents' bed when I was, like, 14 and, like, ditched town for a holiday weekend to a friend's house. So, like, that's when I Ooh. told them. Oh, so you, like, so the moment you knew you were gay, you were just like, well, I'm just going to come out then. Mm-mm. That wouldn't have surprised well, me. It more of, like, a realization between eighth grade and freshman year and then when I got to high school. It's like, oh my god, that guy's hot. Oh my god, that dude's hot. And then I had to accept it. And then sophomore year was so much better. I'm here for that. So you say between like eighth grade and ninth grade year, like you were like feeling yourself and like feeling out. Any particular guy? That you were like, oh my god, he's so hot. His name was Chad. I bet you his name was Chad. Tell me what his name was. Kyle. Oh, Trevor. God. What was his Tra- name? Ooh. <laughs> you do you do you do you do seem like a Trevor. <laughs> Watch his name is like Oswald. <laughs> I would have to go back to my yearbook. Oh, I got him downstairs. Oh bitch, he is ready. He wants to know who this bitch is. <laughs> who the fuck is he? <laughs> Oh, well, I'm gonna find him on Facebook, right? Oh, okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you put some pictures of what? Of him? No, 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 no. no. Was he this queen your phone? does have no? Chris. I've, I've been going through. I've been going through Mark's old photos because I love seeing like young Mark and young. But there are these mm-hmm. like random pictures of guys that are in there. I'm like, did you date him? Did you date him? <laughs> I like that Chris is low-key jealous of everything. There's another uh, kid at school that was lived closer and was on the same bus route. So jealous. And he got him to sign his uh, yearbook. So jealous. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I hate you right now, Mark. So um, jealous. That's when I actually realized it because there were people that were like in my grade school, like junior high days, where they're like, they were made made fun of me for it. Right. And I was just like, mm, okay, whatever. And didn't pay much attention until like high school hit. And I was like, whoa. Because I went to the same school. For preschool through eighth grade with the same 45 kids throughout. And then I went to a high school with 3,000 kids. So it was total culture shock. I'm here for that. Um, Chris, your turn. I, I specifically remember when I like came out to myself and understood it. And it was in the shower... And I could not shower. Yeah, it was in the I'm shower. Here for this. I'm already bothered. And I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. But did you like yourself too much? I mean, that's now. I mean, that's just given. But oh, still, I do like me. Um, no, I was in the shower and I was like trying to 
put into words how I was feeling and I couldn't say it out loud and I couldn't like admit it to myself. So I took uh, shaving cream that was in the shower and I wrote on the shower wall that I'm by. And I just sat in the shower and kind of looked at it. And that was like the point where I admitted it to myself where it's like, Hey, you're interested in dudes. That's adorable. How old are you? Or were you? It would have been middle school. So like probably seventh, eighth grade. Okay. So what I'm gathering is that y'all all figured out you were homos like later in your life. And I was like, bitch, I'm gay as fuck. And I was like seven. Yeah. I, I mean, I still dated a girl all throughout high school. I didn't, I dated uh-huh. one dude in high school. Hmm. I didn't date any dudes. And I had sex with quite a few in high school, but. So, we're going to play some D&D now. Yes, let's play some D&D. When we left off, when we left off, Evie were just uh, finishing up with the lovely Tigest, who is now dead and was eaten by wolves, because he's awful. And uh, Benny and Hogum. Hogum, you just noticed that there was a body up in the side of the road. Yo, uh, Benny, uh, there's like a body over there. Wait, what? Oh no. Uh uh should we yell at it? Uh, I guess we can poke it. Uh you got a you got a stick? I have a spoon. Let, let's say you pick up a stick on your way and as you walk up you realize there's debris throughout the trail. The there's a halfling male turned on his side. There's bushes broken on the other side of the road. Oh fun. I'm going to climb this tree and see what uh, from a different vantage point. All right. So you climb up the tree near the body. You see that there are um, wood and glass shards in the trail. There's a red liquid on the ground leading towards a, the broken bushes and the broken bushes lead off into a, a little bit of a woody area. You see smoke off in the distance that you think is from a fire. Gotcha. Uh, so I see a body. I see what looks like something that had bludgeoned the body and uh, some red liquid, which I would assume is blood, and a trail leading away to a fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, Hogum. Um, so it looks like it looks like somebody hit this dude with this debris here that was possibly once something and now it's just debris uh, and that's his blood and and then there's a trail like leading off and looks like somebody's camping for the night over there and I would assume that they're probably the same guys that hit this particular person and with that can I lick the red liquid sure lick check yeah give me a lick check go ahead 16 yeah, that's you get down on your hands and and lap at it, and you realize it's actually Ooh. quite delicious. It tastes like oh, wine. Give me more. Uh, uh, Hogum, you know you're not. Uh, what is that? It's tasty. I told you what it is. You know what it is. It's wine. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Hey, you may want to get down here and have some of this, because, you know, 
It's wine. Oh. So good. Actually sounds good. I'm a little concerned about this guy. I hope he's still alive. Uh, I'm probably going to just... Maybe I'll you know what? I'll Is he drunk? Oh, he might be, huh? I'm going to check his pulse. He's got a weak pulse, but he's breathing. I'm going to check for injuries. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll investigation for okay. me. Uh, well, I rolled a 17. Yeah, 17's good. You realize he's just unconscious. There's a there's a gash on the back of his head that has a little pool of blood for me. You can tell it's a pretty fresh wound. Uh, and then something hit him very hard in the back of the head. Other than that, no real injuries. It's not life-threatening. He just got cracked in the back of the head real hard. Oh, man. Somebody sure knocked the G. Willie Willikers out of this guy. Okay, hold on. Hold the fucking phone. Did you say G. Willie <laughs> <laughs> Benny said. <laughs> Benny said it. Uh, I, I, he's going to be fine, but it looks like somebody just hit him. Can I breathe on him and it'll wake him up? I mean, he got hit pretty hard. What are you rolling to breathe on him? What are you rolling to breathe on Survival? Him? I'm saying that, like, after someone catches that breath, do they live? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Hogan? <laughs> I was just trying to wake him up. Oh, okay. Move him off the side of the road. Um, and, and I'll try to, to, you know, maybe slap him awake and see if that, that... Can I put a toe in his mouth? Uh, what? what? Are you just going to stick it in his mouth? Yeah. Okay. Um, Benny, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Benny is wildly against that. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, we don't know what the kind of guy, I don't think he would like that. You're, you're penetrating an orifice that he didn't, he is. No way to tell you. Bitch. Bitch. Yes. Yes. God damn it. Okay. Hogum. Damn. I'm going to roll persuasion to stop him from doing that. (laughs) Hey. Oh, fuck. Seven plus uh, eight is 15. Yeah, so persuasion would go against his uh, constitution, charisma. You got a 15? 15. 15 would tie it. It goes to the aggressor. So you got it, Benny. Go ahead. Persuade him. Hey, uh, I don't think you should stick your toe in his mouth. I don't think he would appreciate that. That's penetration without consent. Okay, okay. God. Yeah, Okay. As you two have decided the toe dilemma, Eve, you walk up and see your friends next to a body on the ground and a mess in the trail. Oh, gasp. There is a dead body afoot. Uh, Benny and Hogan, what is going on here? We found this guy. He he got hit in the head uh, with something. We think there's wine over there and he got Uh, hit in the head uh, within the last hour. And there's a a man-made trail going down that way. And it looks like they camped for the night because they saw a fire. And this guy's knocked out. Wait a second. You mean to tell me that this man who was drunkenly enjoying his time and his night out was accosted and assaulted by some ne'er-do-well? Um, well, we don't know the whole story. Uh, we don't know the whole story, but someone has been attacked and we must fix it. 
Yeah, I mean, I would guess that's pretty much the story. Which way do we need to go, um, Benedetta? Well, let's see if this guy maybe was the original aggressor. Um. I do declare that if someone is being attacked whilst drunk, they could not possibly be the aggressor. And I do declare that we must figure out a simple and easy means to rectify judgment upon those who have uh, accosted and assaulted Benny, him. And he, like, just drops her shoulders. Like, ugh. Um. Okay, so just to let you guys know, um... I see that this has happened and I've already had it made up in my mind that he is the victim. So I've already started searching for where like I'm like already leaving the area to go and figure out where these people are that attacked him. Let's wake him up. Hey, hey, I bet if I slap him and wake him up uh, that he can tell us where they went and who they were. Can I intimidate Eve into staying? Oh, yeah. girl, you okay, come on. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, Mark, you would roll Intimidation, and Eve, you would roll uh, Constitution? Oh, I thought Intimidation is Charisma. It's not? Ooh, it might be. You know what, Benny? Yeah, what's up? Tisha. <laughs> I gotta look it up. Yeah, Charisma. It's Charisma, so Eve, you would roll a Charisma saving Oh, throw. shit, okay. Jonathan, you would um, roll a Charisma so, saving throw. Hogan, what did you roll? I rolled a 20. Nat Fuck. 20. So Hogan I rolled a 16 it. plus 2. I rolled an 18. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, you know, Hogan what? Won. like, I'm not going to fight that. Like, no, nah, bitch, I lost. <laughs> All right, Hogan. Intimidate Eve. Let's hear it. Uh, wait, hold your horses now. We need that to look around scary. a little more. Unfortunately for you, Mr. Hogan, um... Well, you do have a point. I do declare that uh, justice must be served, and so I will be on my way. Yo, so I'm going to start walking. Just sit your ass down, Daddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, literally, Eve just comes. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm wet, and I am going to listen to Hogum now. Okay, so what are we doing? So you said that he had. A something on the back of his head. Yeah, he got knocked in the back of the head. He's got a big bloody gash. Okay, he's got shallow breath, light with the light breathing. Baby, this is a nine one one. Are you diagnosing him? Yeah, what are you doing, House? <laughs> Just roll for investigation. <laughs> are his eyes open? Mm, no, they're not. Can I open them? Sure. I, well, I, <laughs> yeah, you open him. There's a there's a fluttering in his eyes, and you can you can see you can tell he's just begging to be healed. We don't have any healing spells or anything. I I can heal. Give heal him now. And so like. I, like, cock my head, like, back, and I'm like, okay, if you want me to, if this pleases you. So I'm going to cast, I'm going to use a little bit of my uh, cantrip, my, uh, my, my lay on hands. Um, do we know how much I, I need to heal him for to, like, get him? I'd say you're good. That's fine. If you play, if you're, if you're casting the spell, you place your hands on him. And he 
wakes up. Oh, my head. Did you hit me with something? No, but we're going to hit you in the head if you don't tell us what's going on. Uh, hi, uh, sir, it has come to my attention that you may have had a little bit too much to drink this evening. And, uh... What? No, I, I, I don't drink. Oh, bitch. Okay, um, uh, well, sir, unfortunately for you, it seems that maybe if you don't drink... Um, you have been framed, sir, to look like as though you were the drunken person who uh, maybe had attacked um, a few uh, n- um, a few innocent bystanders. And so because you attacked them while you, you were in your drunken state, they defended themselves and they have left you here a pitiful and unbeautiful mess. Uh, sir, can you please tell me where you came from? Uh, I I own a wine garden up north. I was delivering wine to a good client in Tora, the prancing horse. Edwin? Yes, Edwin. Yeah, Edwin! Yeah, we, we like that bar. Um, it's pretty nice, pretty nice tavern. Yes, he's he's got a grand opening coming up, and I was trying to deliver this for him. But on my way, the cart broke my wheel and I got out to see the damage and somebody came from behind and hit me and it's a bit blurry after that. I remember people talking and taking my cart. Oh, all the wine. They've taken everything. Could you get it back for me? I don't have much to repay you with, but I I could offer you some wine. I'm sure Edwin wouldn't mind for for friends. That's fair. Um, So I guess, can I tell that, like, is all the wine he was taking to Edwin, is that all broken there, or is there some missing? No, it's not all of it. It's like three or four bottles on the ground. Okay. Okay, we'll do what we can. Uh, I think I think they went this way, Eve. Oh, I do declare that we must go and make haste. Make haste. Hogum, are you coming? Hogum, hurry. Yes, let's go. Should we bring this guy with us? <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> you guys can follow the trail without this man. You guys go through the torn shrubbery. And start walking towards the the fire in the distance. You approach a hill. You start to go up it. And as, as you do, I want to get a stealth check from everybody. Uh, 20. Yeah. I rolled a 19. I rolled an 8 plus 2 for 10. Yeah, 10, 10 works. So no one... No one notices anything. Well, <laughs> all right, ten's enough. What you can see is, as you approach the top of the hill, you can look down and see that there is uh, a campfire being made and three men surrounding it, drinking wine. There's a fourth man off to the side, pitching tents. Ayo, yeah, <laughs> I'll pitch their tent. Yeah, he is pitching tents doing his thing. 
three guys drinking wine, and you notice that there is a cart oh, with no. quite a bit of wine in it and a couple horses tied to it off to the left of the camp. Yo, guys, they're drinking Edwin's wine. Hey, um, I think that there's quite a lot of wine over there, and I think that we could all just go uh, sneak over there and take the horses back to uh, our guy, and then Edwin will get his wine really quickly. I think that's a good idea. No, I, I think these motherfuckers need to burn. <laughs> Unfortunately, Miss Benny, blood has been shed, and since blood is the debt, then blood must be paid. Oh, goodness. Oh. But these guys are just drinking some wine. Maybe they didn't steal it. <laughs> this is there's a twinkle in my eye, and if we're going to, and if we're going to uh, say that, Miss Benedetta, unfortunately for you, we must at least inquire. Fair enough. So I'm. Walking towards him. I'm walking. And Hogan follows. In, I, I'm in route. Um, Benny. So you're walking straight towards him. Benny hides yes. in the Ho- trees. Hogan and Yevich agree on something for once. All right. So, Benny, go ahead. You climb up into a tree while. And you see Eve and Hogan walk straight up. The three gentlemen. Gentlemen. The three guys. Sitting by the fire, stand up, and the guy who's pitching a tent is still doing his thing, pitching the tents. But one of the guys stands up and he goes, "What the fuck you doing here?" Uh, good evening, sirs. It has come to my attention uh, that there was a gentleman a little further back, a uh, long ways, that was attacked. Uh, uh, do you know anything about that, sirs, gentlemen? Yes. No, I wouldn't know nothing about that. I just know about the wine that I'm drinking and you're interrupting. Uh, uh, do you okay, know so who you... this wine belongs to? I believe it's in my possession, so... Yeah, it belongs to me. Uh, wrong answer. Now, I don't want to have to hurt you, so why don't we just make a little compromise? You can take a couple bottles of wine apiece and be on your merry way. Because this this wine needs to go back to my captain. Unfortunately for you, dear sir, this no. wine belonged to a dear Mr. Edwin. Yeah, Edwin and is awesome and work like and to- Hoke. And Hogum has, my dear friend right here, uh, Mr. Hogum, has uh, created a bond with Mr. Edwin. And unfortunately, you have done something to damage that bond. And so, unfortunately, I do believe that you are going to have to pay for it, my dear sir. You don't understand. This is my captain's wine now. I don't come back with it. I'm dead. So I will kill you for it. Or we can have an understanding. You can take your bottles and get the hell out of here. Uh, how about the understanding is you don't make it back to that camp? So I draw my sword. I draw my to- I draw my flower totem. Excuse me. And they ready their weapons as well. So let's roll initiative. Benny, where are you at? Uh, I rolled, um, I'm still in the tree. Uh, I am not, they do not, yeah, they don't know that I'm there. Um, uh, you said, uh, so 21. Yeah, they definitely don't know I'm there. Um, no, agreed. That's fair. 
I rolled a seven. 21 for me. Mark, six. Okay. I've got the order. That actually puts Benny you up first. So you have Hogum and Eve standing in front of three guys who are ready to fight and a guy who's still just trying to pitch his tent, man. Okay. Um, so are the horses tied up? You mean like tied to the cart or? Are they like tied to a stable? Like can, like, can they leave at any time if they choose or are they like, like tied to a tree? No, they're, they're tied to a tree right now. No, I I don't like that. Okay, so they're not tied to a tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're loose as a goose. As my pussy. If you had one. <laughs> so um, it, how I'm picturing the scene is there are trees all around. Um, there's two tents. There's a fire. There's three guys drinking wine and a guy putting up tents. And then on the out right outside of that, um, there's the two horses with the, the wine. Yeah. Uh, perfect. The, they're, they have wine on the cart, right? Yes. Okay. Benny is going to, man, I think, I think what Benny's going to do is free the horses and like smack their ass. So they run into the camp and like make everybody go a tizzy. Sure. You jump down, uh, turn the horses towards the camp, aim them just right. <laughs> Projectile horses. Right. Just smack the ass, and the horses are off, and everybody except for Tisha give me a constitution saving throw. What? And I will do it for these four. Uh, roll a d20 and add your constitution saving throw modifier. The top left corner. Oh, plus five. Fourteen. Oh, damn. Fourteen. Mine was twelve. Okay. I have to look up horses in the monster manual because it hit. They hit every one of my guys. All four of them. Like they just ping ponged off them. Yeah. The horses kick up the fire at them. Yes, there we go. That works. One horse darts towards the fire, kicks up embers. And the big sparks and horse knock the other knock those three guys prone and the poor guy pitching a tent also gets a horse to the face. The horse takes out one of the tents. Anything else that you can do, Benny? I guess I could like whip one of them, maybe the one that was closest to me, the one that was putting up the tents, and, like, just grab him. I'm not, like, necessarily trying to do any damage. I was going to say, he hasn't done anything to anyone. Yeah, I, yeah. He's I'm, just the tent Yeah, I'm guy. just grabbing him, like, to stop him from moving. Like, just to restrain him? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, whip still does damage, but go ahead and roll an attack. Okay. Um, I rolled a 10 and to hit, I have a five. So 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. So how are you like restraining him? Around the arms. Like I lassoed him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and uh, roll the damage for me. 
I rolled a three. So six damage. Okay, six damage. And he is now caught up in your whip. It would be his turn, actually, but he's knocked down and restrained. So then his cohorts are next. Each one of them are going to stand up, and that's about all I can do for them because I don't have anything ranged for them. So that makes it Eve's turn. Okay, so um, how far apart are these guys standing from each other? They're pretty close to each other. I mean, they were just around a fire together. Great. So are they standing in a circle? More like in a V formation with like one in the back, two in front. Okay, great. I want to stand in. I want to stand in a formation where that they are all five within five feet away from me. Yeah, you can fit right in there. That's fine. Is that a thing? Fabulous. Okay, great. So then I'm going to cast a bane on all three of them. Oh, okay. So wait. <laughs> so I'm so I'm, ca- so I'm casting bane because I'm a dick, and um, um. And so they must all make uh, charisma saving throws. Okay. Let me grab that. Of 12. Of 12. Of 12. Or higher. Of 12. All right. 14. Bitch. One. Four. Okay, great. Oh, there's four of them. Uh, four again, so one of them's fine. Other three, not so much. Okay, so two. One of them is fine, but from now on, they must for whoever attacks, um, they must subtract a D four from their attack. Oh shit! Okay, I will write that down. But remind me if I don't do it. That's nice. Okay, cool. Is uh, any other action? Any other action? No. All right, then, Mark, you're up. So I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Are you aiming all three missiles at one target, or are you spreading them out? Like, how are you distributing this? One for each. Because there's four of them. Three of them are by the uh, Eve and I, right? Right, there's the three in front of you, and then the one that Benny has tied up. I I rolled a 20. Magic Missile automatically hits, so you didn't even need to roll an attack roll. I mean, it's good you rolled a 20, but what's the damage? 1d4 plus 1. Force damage. All right, go ahead and roll it, and then just roll one die. Like, do one roll for all three missiles, just to save time. I rolled a three plus one. All right, so four damage to the three near you. Any other action that you can take? No, that's it. All right, Benny, you're up. Okay, back to Benny. I guess, I guess Benny. Yeah, Benny does not does not want this fight to be happening. <sighs> but uh it's happening. So and none of these guys have attacked yet. Um 
but obviously they're being attacked. So Benny is going to pull her crossbow out um, in her, uh, let's say, right hand and crossbow uh, the guy that was talking. Okay. Talking smack. So he, he has only five damage on him so far, right? All right, so I have advantage, thank goodness, because I just rolled a two plus five, so seven hits, no? No. But it's a crossbow, so I get advantage because of my gloves. Right. Okay. Wow. Uh, 11 plus five, 16 to hit. That does hit. Okay. Is he looking, like, bloodied at all or anything already? No. No, okay. So... Okay, and then crossbow is 1d8, so it's going to be a critical hit. So 1d8 plus 3, so I roll the d8 twice. Remind me why that's critical. Because Benny has something called assassinate. Um, yeah, so you have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. And any hit you score against a creature that's surprised as a critical hit. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay, so seven. And another seven. So 14 plus three, 17. And then she wow. also has... Also? This... Holy fuck. This sneak <laughs> attack. <laughs> So once per turn, um, I deal an extra 2d6 damage to one creature I hit with an attack um, with, a range, okay. with a finesse or a ranged weapon. So if I have advantage on the attack roll, and I had advantage because it's a crossbow, so I always get advantage because the gloves. Yeah. So 2d6s. So we're, we're at 17 already, right? We okay, are. there's a 6. And a five. So that's 28 damage. Yeah, 28 damage. He did. He shouldn't have given me those gloves. No, nah, he's not dead yet. Oh, he's not dead? Not yet. Holy cow. He's not looking good. Don't get me wrong. 28 damage. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's not looking good. Like, he's well into bloodied. Do you still want that wine? No, give me an intimidation check. I got a 20. Yeah, 20 will do it. Uh, so he, he drops to a knee and he waves his hand and enough. And the other two drop their shoulders and, and lower their guard a little bit. Whose turn is it now? That, that would be your turn, Eve. I do believe that we have come to a crossroads, Mr. Uh, what is your name now, sir? Oh, a name, of course. Tesha, do you have a name for me? Garth. Garth it is. The name is Garth. Your real name. How about you don't worry about my real name? Okay, well, Gerald Garth Patrick, uh, sir, it, it seems that we have come to a crossroads where your life hangs within the balance of my totem that is ready to strike you. 
Sir, you attack someone and then placated a lie upon them where they don't even drink. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm just doing my job. I'm to bring the wine back to my captain. I'm to bring the wine back to my captain. From there we sell it and we can get a boat. Get off this land. No, please. I can't go back without that wine. Unfortunately for you, sir, it seems that we are with the upper hand. So we will be taking all of these bottles as well as... Uh, Mr. Hogum, I do believe that there are more bandits to the north of here. Do you think that we should be uh, inquiring as to why they decided to, you know, prey upon such innocent bystanders and innocent people? What? Uh, he, he wants, he's asking if you want to go chase the bandits up north. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, my dear Hogan, I do, uh, I do believe that your vindication lacks. Wait, hold uh, on a second. So, why would we go chase a camp of bandits? There's three of us in a camp. Not, not this little because one. Because it's Eve. It's okay. Eve is a paladin. So yeah, because that's to what say, Eve thank does. You. Right. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm not thinking logically. I'm thinking as vengeance. Uh, Eve, ju- justice hey, needs Eve, to be served. Eve, remember. Served. Remember why we're here. Okay. Okay. You, I think you need to take a chill pill for a second. Oh, Hogum, I do believe that you have advice, but maybe Miss Benedetta has better advice. Benny, uh, please. Yeah, remember, uh, we're here to, to find Lainey and the purple-eyed girl. I do declare that you may be onto something. Hogum, since we were in this battle together, and I do believe that we finally agreed on something, I will step outside of myself to listen to your to listen to your mediation. Please enlighten me as to what your goals are, Mr. Hogan. Well, my primary goal right here is to get Edwin his wine. Because, you know, that's his shit. I do declare that you may be completely correct because where justice has been served, the other half is that someone is without their wine. So... We will take this back to our gentlemen. I say that we round up this ringleader, and what should we do with the rest? Wait, so we're going to take this ringleader with Mm -hmm. us? Yes, (laughs) I'm taking him. (laughs) Uh, We could take him to the... We could, yeah, I think that might be a good idea. So I do declare that we should take this gentleman with us so that he may at least apologize for the wrongs that he has committed upon such a victim, uh, such an innocent individual. So I pick him up and he is on my shoulder now. Like I literally put him on my my shoulder. He's spanking his ass too. No, I'm not speaking his ass because that's not within the realm of Eve. But I do declare that I leave it upon you two to decide what we should do. Because if we let these two go, uh, these uh, other three individuals go, and they are to go back to their northern cap, who is to say that they are not to prey upon such other innocent bystanders that are just trying to get their fair wine to Mr. Edwin? Yeah, I mean, this is up to you guys. If you want to keep fighting, then Benny, it would be your turn. Otherwise, I mean, he's kind of waved you off. I mean, whatever you guys want to do. 
However, however you guys would handle this, go for it. Um, I, th- hey, you guys, you should probably, uh, get out of here, uh, before we, we turn you in too. The, uh, the two standing by the fire, look at each other, shrug and decide to run off together into the sunset. And the one you have that you're unraveling from the whip gets up to go and he's, uh, I got to grab my bag from in there real quick. No. Come on. I'm just trying to grab one thing and the rest is yours. Get out of here. Benny like grabs the tent and throws it at him and says, just, just shove the, the tent up, up your, your butt, sir. Oh, that's intense. All right, fine. Whatever. Enjoy it. Forget about it. Get out of here. D- go. He, he turns around and leaves. Guys, with the others. Just come back for it after we leave. <laughs> when you did throw the tent, you notice that there is a bag sitting on the ground from where the tent used to be. Uh, I open it up. Of course. All right. So inside you find there is a pink satchel with 40 gold in it. Yeah. There's a map. There's a stuffed teddy bear. There's a compass with three genderless nude figures intertwined on it. There's a small package that smells like the dankest of memes. Dank memes. Dank memes. The other dankest memes. <laughs> and there is an eye patch. And an eye patch. Huh. Hey, Hilgum, you want this eye patch? No, I'll take the teddy, though. Oh, okay. Hoagie wants the teddy. <laughs> Benny throws a teddy. Like, is it a teddy, like the clothing, or is it like a stuffed bear? No, it's a stuffed bear. Oh, okay. Because if it was a teddy, like the way you wear, then it would be way Hogum's. <laughs> all right, I dump all this stuff in my bucket, and we're off. All right, Benny has her bucket of goodies. Mm-hmm. And Eve has... Uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey? <laughs> the ringleader. <laughs> what we must do is... Repar- uh, uh, we must uh, promote reparations for those that we have wronged. And so you will begin by apologizing. I Apologizing isn't really my my thing. Hey, Jordan. Uh, I, I looked in your bags. <laughs> Definitely his name is Jeffrey. No, it's been a different name every five seconds. Oh, okay. Be- Benjamin. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Because wasn't he Garth at one point? <laughs> yeah, Garth is yeah, his actual like, name. It, yeah. yeah. It was Gerald Garth. Yeah, and then something else like Brooke. All right, go ahead. I'm my bag. Go ahead. Hey, Jordan, I looked in your bag. Oh, you find anything interesting? Hey, I like this pink satchel. Where'd you get it from? It's mine. It's from a sale, a transaction recently. Really? Um, insight? Yeah, go for it. Did you steal the teddy bear from a child? No, I just like it, okay? Uh, 13. 
He's lying. He obviously stole it. Why do you have an eye patch? All of us have eye patches. We just don't wear them yet. They're cool. I look cool in an eye patch. Plus, it's intimidating. Oh, cool. So it gives plus one to intimidation. Oh, the DM is mad at you for that. <laughs> Damn it. That was really Drag good. Him. <laughs> Drag sure, him. Plus one intimidation okay. for the eye patch. And we're going we're gonna to stop the episode now so that I'm not tricked into making any more <laughs> magical items. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please go rate us as five stars on iTunes. It's super helpful for podcasts. Speaking of the podcast, you can find it at Rolled Gay Roleplay on Twitter. And you can find me at Chris the DM. And that's Chris with a K. And I'm Tisha. I play Benny. Wait, do I say that? Sure. Why not? And I'm Tisha. I play Benny. Uh, You can find me at the number one Tish, the number one on Instagram. Hi. It's Jonathan, and I play Eve, and you can find me at uh, Instagram. Um, You can find me on Instagram at J-E underscore Washington. My name is Mark, and I play Hogum. And you can find Hogum on Twitter at Hogumagogol. See you next week, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.